Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Now we, as taxpayers, have to pay for prisoners' phone calls. Already in the San Diego County, this has already been a, a usual thing now for jail phone calls now coming out of tax dollars. Uh, so what a surprise. <laughs> you just can't make this stuff I know. Up. Los Angeles County was already preparing to do this as a law, so now they just sped up the process because- Where is Dirty Harry when we need him? <laughs> yeah, I'm all broken up about that guy's rights. <laughs> so it says here that people who are incarcerated in California can now make free phone calls under a new law that places the cost of calls on the State Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation and taxpayers. Advocates on the change say that the high phone fees unfairly limit communication between prisoners and their loved ones and that families of inmates in California were paying $68.2 million a year in phone costs. So it's trying to basically say that we should give uh, more time for them to actually talk to their families while they're incarcerated in jail, which I am for, for sure. You but- know, there's a point and some people are probably in there and they were innocent and then our hearts really go out to them. Of but course. you get back again to rules and exceptions to the rule. As a general rule, have we really been losing sleep at nights because people can't talk more on the phone to the point where we want to spend our tax dollars on it. I wouldn't it. say that either. Yeah, because there's other ways of form of communication there. I mean, I've actually seen some people in jail actually have cell phones and actually video record themselves <laughs> and having FaceTime. I'm like, how is that even legal? I, you can easily do something. Anyways, so there's that. And then there's also a form of, I don't know, getting a pencil, getting some paper, writing something down. It's called a letter that I think many people should go back to somehow. I think a lot of people in this generation have never even heard of a letter written on a piece of paper. Or, or for that reason, uh, a pencil and a paper. Like, well, we use iPads to communicate with each other these days. I swear to you, again, uh, within the public school district, all I see are kids in iPads and that's their education system. The teacher is now kind of just an extra tool Oh, we become a side. paperless society. Yeah. It's been so sad. No, but I'm saying the teachers aren't even stepping in to educate the kids. Well, these now teachers are going to be iPad. replaced by computers soon anyway. So. Yeah. And, and here <laughs> comes again with that on. whole salary and taking jobs away that's again. right dang it's a, man it is a sad now sad i one. feel sad because a lot of teachers do a wonderful job and they deserve the job but there are other teachers i heard of a teacher in new york that was on probation but because of the unions they couldn't fire her and all year long they paid her to go out there and just sit in their classroom by herself and do nothing with no students? now if she was replaced by a computer she could be replaced by a computer whose hard drive crashed and the computer would still be doing her job what that's come on that, you can't that make it up anymore no i heard another story but this was like early on into the whole race theory situation where a teacher was actually going to a student and said you should be ashamed being white and he was still hired within the school district where is our logic now in our school district well that's what system? they're teaching now in the critical race theory everybody that's white has all this heap of guilt and if you're of another color there's no guilt at all this is not what the bible teaches the bible no. teaches that all of us are guilty of sin there are white racists there are black racists there are white people who are not racist there are black people who are not racist this should not be rocket science folks but it's the age we live in and most people brendan feel this way but they're afraid to say anything yep. it's the emperor's new clothes the majority the pack they must be right i can't trust my lying eyes a, a, a great example we talked about i think a couple weeks ago 
or maybe it was last week, was again the situation that happened in Memphis, where it was a black police officer who killed a black person. Yes, and what we've been hearing in all the talking points as well, he may have been a black police officer, but he was educated by a white police department and that they'll always say something i know i bet they said the exact same thing do you remember the straight out of compton people the rap group there that was in the movie they were specifically being like racist against by a black police officer and i bet the same excuse was said back in the 90s with that whole situation so history is repeating itself well and these are the same people that tell you that a black conservative politician like larry elder is really a white supremacist Mm -hmm. or a person like candace owen or ben carson they're really white supremacists they just just make it up as they go and everybody else is expected to roll over and play dead you get one or two brave souls that say something and they go oh well we're going to cancel you and i go says who people need to stand up and say you can say that i'm canceled but you're not really the nbc network canceling bonanza i'm a human being <laughs> yeah. and i decide i'm not canceled right and excuse me i'll say any darn thing i want if you don't like it why don't you go soak your head we need more people to just say that right and a good comparison like you said too within the manifesto that you said earlier is the fact that it's an Oreo thing where they're black on the yeah, inside. Yeah, they're not and really in the same thing when Sarah Palin was running for vice president. Oh, she's not really a woman. She's not really a woman because she's against abortion. If she was a true woman, she'd be... Who says so? Who makes this stuff up? Apparently society, but they'll just decide whether something is canceled or not within a two-year range or something. And it drives me insane because cancel culture is one of the worst things to happen. We just need enough so. people to say you can call me canceled i say i'm not and then we need others Mm -hmm. to stand up for them right and if somebody gets fired from some job we need a brave person to hire them on the next i've said this a lot before on the air brendan cowardice is contagious but courage is contagious also and if a few people will speak out some others will go okay yeah so i wasn't crazy i'm gonna get up and be counted too yeah you know what that is a great way to finish up this whole like new law situation that i have here courage is contagious as well so fall through on your actions and don't be afraid to speak up for yourself and say hey i'm not going to be canceled and I do want to speak my own opinion. Hey, I just had a burst of brilliance here, Brendan, Go for it, it. with this idea of Newsom and the new laws. And we know it's not going to stop. There's going to be more. Just like we have our King Newsom update and our Joe Biden update. Uh, you're probably a fan of the old Inspector Clouseau Pink Panther of movies course. with Peter Sellers. Mm-hmm. Remember what, how nobody in France could understand his French accent? Yes. Do you have a Zoom? <laughs> they go, what? Well, there was one time where he was talking about obeying the law. And he meant to say law. law They're going, le. The so le. We, we need to have our King Newsom's latest Liz, and we'll play Peter Sellers saying Liz every time we do it. We've got to put something like that I together. I will put that together for sure. Let me end my whole story with actually some good news here. The Cancer Society has just announced that there has been a 33% decrease in cancer deaths. They attribute this to steady progress and improvements on cancer treatments, dropping in smoking habits, and an increase in of early detections which I know you could relate to because your wife... My uh, wife is a cancer survivor. She's going through her final radiation right now, but is cancer-free. Yeah, and that's fantastic to hear. So I am so glad that we're actually improving on these things. And if you do wish to donate to some of these cancer treatment places, please do so. There's certain ones out there that I can't list off off the top of my head because we're running out of time here closely. And you'll get a tax deduction. That'll be less taxes paying for some convict to have a phone call with his girlfriend. Yeah, so if you wish to donate to them, absolutely 
absolutely. Because again, we're improving, obviously, and we can do a lot more here. So again, congratulations to those who have beat it. And for those who are still fighting, keep fighting. That is terrific news because Dana and I know so many people in just this last year that have had cancer that we've lost count of it. So from our experience, we would not have thought that it's decreasing like that, but that's wonderful news to hear. Absolutely. So thank you again so much for the time that I had with you tonight here, Bob. And, Brendan, uh, it is always a pleasure. Always fun. Yeah. And anytime I find a new yeah around, <laughs> I will let you know it's for sure. It's time so. for the latest California <laughs> yeah. And then you know, I've always played the guy going, yeah? You said, yes, that's what I said, you imbecile. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta love it. All right. We'll see you next time, everybody. This is Bob Siegel. Making the obvious obvious. The Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob.